Welcome to your highest version, the podcast where I want you to be the highest version of yourself. My name is Hope Matole. I am the host and founder of this podcast. I'm a communicator, a conversation starter, a voice, healer, and a safe space creator. So if there's one thing to be sure of, this is definitely a safe space. I am also the founder and president of a female NPO known as Contagious Classy Divas Network. I hold a master's degree in psychology and I'm a counseling psychologist by profession. Yep, a whole counseling psychologist. In this podcast, we are going to do the work that helps us to meet and become the highest versions of ourselves. So are you guys ready? Come on and join us. Let's go. highest versions welcome back to another episode of your highest version this is actually the last episode of season one we are closing this thing it's been quite a journey um a journey of learning and growing and just figuring things out as a new podcaster so today um we are going to kind of review the episode uh, review the season all together and then yeah just kind of you know put a full stop on it and i am not alone i am with lindy where my purpose something who was in episode 10 and today she's not interviewing me thank the lord because hey that was that was interesting but yeah purpose say hi to the but that's who i am why people (laughs) wow (laughs) who are you i am the girl that i think i am oh listen Wait, listen to me. Why don't I have my own episode? It's <laughs> just that day. <laughs> well, you don't have your own episode in season one. Ah, but I was supposed to be there. I am the foundation. Come on now. <laughs> Girl, what, what does mm. the Bible say? Everything at its time, season something. There's a, there's a verse or a couple of verses that talk about season. Seasons, that you know? You don't remember the verses. It speaks louder. No, that's fine. I don't need to prove myself. I've already been accepted into the kingdom. Listen, okay. Oh, that was a word. Eh? <sighs> my God. All right. I still got it. You, you never asked me my, my, my first impression of you. <laughs> you. You asked Sky in your hand, but you didn't ask me. I still me. got it. Okay, let's start mm-hmm. there before we, you know, you'll after that you'll explain to the people what we are doing, but this is going to be a pretty short episode. We are tired. We Very are burnt short. out. It's June of 2021 and it's cold, cold, Mm. you know, we do not have a lot of airtime, but yeah, what were your first impressions of me? Because I have my first impressions of you and I don't know if you want them, if you wanted to be on air. I like what Sky said. (laughs) She said small and have a mouth. (laughs) We're talking about your impression, not Sky's. Listen, no, listen, and this is me saying, I agree with Sky. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know about spiritual, but yeah, let's move on from that. Those are my first impressions of you. You know what my first impressions of you were? 
are. No, well, they still we are. are not here for me. Okay. We are not here for me. <laughs> Shall we okay. <laughs> All right. Do you want to explain Wait. to the people what we're doing today? People, listen. I am gonna ask my girl, my favorite person in the world. Sometimes, um, wow. just questions and reviews about uh, the episodes and this whole season, Jay. You know, in full. And hopefully she is going to answer them as short as she can because she is a communicator and that could take quite a while. Wow. Anyway, that's me. Today I'm going to be very brief, as brief as my height. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, I like that one. (laughs) Don't worry. I like that one. (laughs) Okay. So before the questions, right, are there more seasons coming? That's the first one. Yes, there are more seasons coming. Um, I actually am like 80% done preparing for season two. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, yes, there are more seasons coming. Just so you know, I have a timer on for 30 minutes. Anyway, okay, okay let's start with um, Johan and Stai, Shades of Humanity. My God. Yes. Speak about that. What about it? No, like give me some like something your own review about it. So yeah. specifically, obviously we do like other episodes on the actual Shades of Humanity podcast, but with the episode mm-hmm. that I had with them on my podcast, which was um episode 5, I felt mm-hmm. like you know, we've come a long way because we've I think yeah. let's say the time that we recorded that episode, yeah, your highest version. Mm-hmm. Um, we have probably mm-hmm. recorded plus minus seven, eight episodes of, Sh- of Shades of Humanity. Oh. So we had worked together in the, sp- in the uncomfortable space. And I'm saying uncomfortable because, you know, racism, inclusion, diversity is never really comfortable, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I remember just having that conversation. And when we ended the recording, I was like, this is good. But when I listened yeah. to it, you know, not when I edited it, but when I listened to it on the day that it got released, I was just like, wow, you know, um, yeah. there's yeah. been such a comfort among us and in our friendship of just talking about diversity, talking about race. So your Sky and I are black, yeah. Han is white, but there's such a, a comfort and a, and a safety that we've been able to create, mm. not just on the podcasts, you know, but even in person, because there's so many conversations, obviously, that we have that don't necessarily make it to the podcast, even to the Shades of mm. Humanity mm. podcast. But the level of love and comfort, like we can literally talk about anything. Not that we talk about it in the sense that we don't fear that it will harm or offend anyone, mm-hmm. but the space, the this the secrecy and the safety that we've created among the three of us in terms of talking about uncomfortable conversations that relate to diversity, especially racism, is just mind blowing for me, you know. Um very, mm. very, very proud. Um yeah, I just, I don't have like anything specific about the episode, but that's just my reflection about just the three of us and our friendship. And I believe that was reflected in the episode. Okay, so my thing is, I want to I wanna touch on the, the less psych uh, related episodes, right? Yeah. So my next one is um, with Patricia. I think it, uh, it's a, 
Uh, for some people, majority, I'm generalizing, uh, it might be a very controversial conversation, you know, considering yeah. we'll say it's about church and how, you know, how sacred people hold it to be. And so I want to, yeah, just speak to that a little, you know, what that meant for you. I mean, it, it was you revisiting it in a way, yeah. you know, so how did that make you feel afterwards? Well, first of all, that episode was a long time coming. You know, I've been wanting mm. to have that conversation for a very long time. Like we have it, not a lot mm. lately, but Patricia and I have it every once in a while, you know, because it's like a shared yeah. experience. It's where our relationship started, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that we went through together. But I've always wanted to have, not just in the sense of like just me and her talking about it, but it's just a conversation. You know, a lot of times I say that I, w- I always want to have uncomfortable conversations and that's why I've created platforms for myself, such mm-hmm. as a podcast, you know. And I feel like the church hurt conversation is actually a conversation that's not had enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we are scared of having it. We are scared of the scripture that we spoke about the scripture in that exact podcast with Patricia that touch not my anointed, Mm. do my prophets Mm -hmm. no harm. We scared, you know, and we scared to a sense that some people are so scared that they wouldn't even warn someone about the experience. Even if they see that someone is possibly, you know, potentially a victim of a similar experience that they've gone through. So it's a conversation I've always wanted to have and want to continue having, not just with Patricia, but with other people. And Mm -hmm. not to shame, not to shame a church or the, you know, any church. And that's why you see, we didn't mention anyone's name. We didn't mention the pastor's mm-hmm. names. We didn't mention the church's name, you know, because it's not about that. Yeah. Like, I'm not a let's expose this church type of person. No, yeah. let's expose what happened. Not that specific church. I don't, I don't care about it. And people actually reached yeah. out and were like, yeah, you must go on that show. There's like a show on that the Mojo Love channel about pastors, like exposing pastors and churches. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, but that's the thing, guys. My intention... Like, I don't even care about the church. I don't even care to say its name, to bring light to it or the people, the pastors. I don't care about it. I just care about the truth, Mm -hmm. about people knowing the truth, learning from the truth, and being able to see the signs. And that's why one of the things we spoke about were signs. What are the signs that could possibly indicate to you that you know, you are in a church that is similar to what we experienced, you know. So, um, yeah, it was a conversation that is a long time coming, is going to continue happening. Uh, We actually have Mm -hmm. part two coming up in season two. So we have part two of Church Heart with an amazing, amazing guest who was also from the church, but it's kind of like a different, she's going to share not a different perspective, but her perspective, obviously, um, she was also one of the people who was uh, actually asked out by the pastor, like proposed. Apparently, this guy proposed marriage to this girl. Imagine. Um, mm. Yeah. So it's a conversation that's definitely going to happen a lot in a lot of my platforms. People need to be. And how do you address that? You know, what? How do you address like that whole new situation? I got a proposal. So I remember yeah. uh, you said at the beginning of the the podcast, I think on our episode, when uh, you said that you were a safe space creator, well, in your introduction as well, you know, mm. you want to build the bridge and all of that. And I feel like all these episodes, when I sit down and I look at them, I'm like, you know what? We started with preserving the diamond and we ended with self-care. You know, mm. there was a 
it's an all round, you know. Yeah, and I feel like that has, has become like a cushion for more episodes that are controversial to come. Yeah. So I think, yeah, when, yeah, that's how I look at it. Because it's, it's full circle because now we've spoke about these controversial issues. So now I have a, I can relate to some of them. That gives me that push. You know what? I can actually talk about it. And then that leads to self-care. You know, mm. you, yeah, you, you're talking about it. And yeah, and I knowing you, I think, it it has received um it has reached the goal rather you know mm-hmm. correct me if i'm wrong all these episodes i never saw it like that the you know the season one full circle full circle thing that you just described that, that you just described right now but as you're saying that the thought that i had right now is that's the thing also like ha- being informed and having information on its own is a form of self-care you know it it creates a ripple effect in the sense that for example if you're talking about boundaries you cannot have boundaries or be able to set boundaries in your life if you're not educated about certain things right so if you have knowledge from that knowledge you are able to apply it and it helps you preserve yourself it helps you to put measures into place for self-care for boundaries do you get what i mean and yeah, I never thought yeah. of that until I never saw it or thought of it like that until you said it now. And I was like, yeah, what what a great way to set boundaries around yourself. But you need the information to do that. So if we specifically going back That's to um, the church hurt thing, if you have no information about how you could be abused in a sacred or spiritual or religious place, how are you going to set firm boundaries in terms of, okay, if a pastor, for example, calls me to a side, to the side in like a, a you know, a, a private room, if I feel uncomfortable, I'll be able to say no. If you don't know that these things happen, how would you even you know, be in the space to know I'm going to, I would say no if this yeah, happens or yeah. if you encounter something like that, you'd be able to say no. Okay. I think my, my most favorite episode definitely has to be, you know, the first one. Um, it's yeah. Preserving the diamond. It, it opened eyes for me. Hey, it was mm-hmm. a, I opened, yeah, it was, it was a beautiful episode. And then uh, let's talk psychometrics. You are a founder and uh, of CCTN and a founder of our coming projects mm. and it's a, it's female based you know and uh most of actually i think there's one male here with all your interviewees it's all you know like women magic yeah, so yeah. with the whole psychometric thing i wanted to speak to that this is wow this is big for them you know psychometrics being women not just women black women you know to go into this kind of space yeah so yeah spice it up for me a little however you want to so um ah first of all no no kind of psychometrics like nomta and Bipilo are just amazing like black girl magic literally i I think when i introduced them i said i am surrounded by light and that's exactly who they are not just because if you if you remember well their bio somehow had an undertone of light and i was like okay and then their name no kind i'm like oh my gosh this sounds so purposed you know um but yeah, just two black girls doing their thing. Like, I, I was so proud, you know, like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. But um, yeah, so it was, you know, it was on one point, it was black girl magic. 
But I think generally mm-hmm. what I'll say, not just about the episode, but about psychometrics generally is, yeah. once again, the need that it is to, um, for people to know who they are, for people to know those mm-hmm. around them. One of the pillars um, that, that your highest version stands on is healthy relationships. For you to be in a healthy relationship, no matter who, whether it's professional, personal, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you need to be compatible, right? And psychometric yeah. testing, you know, a part of it is, you know, can assist you in an understanding or seeing, you know, understanding the other person who you're in relationship with. They're different, yeah. you know, how they deal with things, how they are wired, their personality structure and all of that. And understanding that helps you to be able to relate better with the other person. Um, so in terms of other relationships, but with the relationship with yourself as well, because understanding mm-hmm. that understanding yourself, you know, like we said in, in that episode as well, understanding yourself doesn't just help you give you the language to be able to explain yourself to people or to talk about yourself, but it also gives you the understanding to deal with yourself. Do you get what I mean? I think of yeah. a couple of years back as compared to now, um, there were certain things that would bug me about me, you know, but that's because I didn't understand my wiring right now. Yes. Some of, you know, there will be traits about your personality that will bug you about you. Um, but it does, it's not so much of a big deal. Like right now I know that, okay, I'm a perfectionist, you know, because I know that it doesn't always get to me. You know, sometimes I'm able to just be like, I'll get annoyed. But most of the time it's not an annoyance to the point where it's debilitating. You know, I'll, I'll sigh and be like, ah, Gosh, hope not again, you know, but it's not so much of a big deal because I have an understanding of, okay, I'm always striving to the standard of perfection. Um, and I have to remind myself that that, that doesn't always exist, you know, um, but yeah, there's such a need for psychometric assessments. I think we think it's just for like um, educated mm. people or people that are studying or in the professional space. It's so necessary for personal relations, for personal situations, personal settings as well. Okay, and, and then um, the last one, M selection and self-care, right, with uh, Eliota and Michaela. Um, that whole thing about uh, they, they, like your, your bio on them, it said they fall under the one percent of the individuals who make it. You know? Yes. And when you <laughs> when you spoke about um, someone having knowledge about when to say no, what that situation looks like, you know, something to to reference from that situation, you know, now they know this is wrong and this is what I need to, to say no to the past right. Mm. And I feel like with them, um, then they fall under that 1%. You know, Mm-mm. now they have the knowledge. They have the not just with regards to masters and psychology, nothing yeah. like that, but in language in general. You know, they, they fall under that person. And now with these spaces, we have the advantage of you know leveling up that one percent. So this is a yeah, this is a it's a beautiful space. And then uh, yeah, bridges. I I I look at this and I just see everything just tying together you know that age being stretched you yeah. know um yeah and then that's that's it for me you know those are like the the things that stood out for me um so how do you feel self-care 
how do you feel now that the season is over like season 1 is over i think i started season 1 at a like very different place than i am now yeah. in my life you know and you know this like i mm-hmm. so people wouldn't know this but season 1 uh, the first episode yeah premiered on i think it was like the first week of april and every mm-hmm. single episode like 80% of the episode were already recorded by the times episode 1 came out literally yeah. about 80% of them so meaning in march was when 80% of the episodes were recorded and then maybe one or two in april and then we literally recording this one the week before it's released which is the tra- sunday the 20th of june right um so from april let's even say march because that's when i was recording the episodes from march to now june like so many things have taken place in my life they have been so many ups and downs and lifts and rides you know uh, to a point where when we started this episode i said we are tired we are burnt out because i am tired <laughs> i agree i'm exhausted i am tired i am burnt out and even with this episode i was like no let's not do it anymore but then i was like no we can't just leave a season just standing mm. like that i mean last week's episode was brilliant um the M M selection and self care with Elliot and Michaela okay, it was yeah. beautiful but it was not an ending you know and i wanted mm-hmm. to have like a not a perfect ending perfection doesn't exist but like an ending of sorts you know um mm-hmm. so yeah a lot has happened yeah it's the the circle coming together yeah, yeah right? it's always going to keep going and going and going it's yes. going to have like a full stop Yes, like mm. exactly to literally put that full stop. Um so yeah, mm. I feel like this was a learning curve despite the ups and downs and lifts and the right from like I said from March to now. The constant thing is I I still, you know, I'm still a communicator that hasn't changed. I still want to have these conversations um that hasn't changed. um even though i'm tired but it's you know i need to take a break and you know get back into season 2 like i said season 2 is coming up but i feel like i've learned a lot in terms of podcasting i think one of my most uncomfortable episodes was episode 1 where i was speaking alone and just kind of laying the groundwork of what your highest version is and what's to be expected and blah 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 and explaining all the pillars and whatever like i've spoken before in a lot of spaces alone into the camera all of that but i think because this was a different new space it was so uncomfortable that i could not wait to finish like episode 1 my voice was funny i felt like i was getting strained i felt like i was just boring you know but i eventually listened to it mm-hmm. and i was like i don't feel like i had as much energy as i usually would have but the message is passed out you know but yeah in response to you know your question i've learned a lot I've learned a lot um that I'm going mm-hmm. to definitely implement in season 2 um of the podcast and yeah I think see a lot of people will feel like season 1 which is true you know a lot of people who are not in the side space season 1 had six or seven episodes that were related to you know master selection and psychology um and people might think that this is like a psychology podcast it's not i mean the undertone of it i am a psychologist that will always come through 
in how I do things, mm-hmm. but it's not a psychology, you know, um, podcast. It's just that the mini series for season one was master selection. You know, we, like yeah. you were saying, we're trying to increase that 1%, hey, you know, we, um, yeah, in, in selection psychology is crazy. I just wanted to help where I can. Um, but this is not a podcast about psychology. So yeah, a lot of lessons, but yeah, man, just the, the disparity of, yo, when I started, I was in a different space in life. And right now is also completely different space in life. Um, but it's been an interesting journey and there's a lot that's learned. Like I said, that's definitely going to be applied in season two. One of the things that I'll mention that I've learned is some of the episodes were very long. I remember the church heard episode was, quite challenging to listen for other people but what made it worse was that it was so long you know people who were triggered who had had similar experiences or other people have similar experiences the not the 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 information was was valuable and whatever but that was long it would have been better for example to Mm. have two parts like a part a and a part b with patricia as opposed to like having i think it was like two hours 30 minutes or something you know and that was quite long so yeah that's that's one of the things that i'm definitely taking into season two to make the episodes a lot shorter it was two hours and eight minutes (laughs) yeah that was long even Uh, me listening to uh, it i was like yo mm, okay (laughs) it was long It, it was hard for a lot of people to listen to um some people who listen to it are literally people who i'm still in contact with from our church from Mm -hmm. that church well it's not our church now but from that church and a friend um i think listened 15 minutes and she was just like friend i can't like i really want to hear it maybe at some point but i can't listen to it now you know and the nice thing though that came out of it is we literally like have a reunion with the young adults um, from there at the time. Everybody's left, mm-hmm. right? So don't worry, guys. Yeah. Everybody's left the church. I don't even know that it exists. I think it does exist in Eastern Cape. Obviously, new set of people. I don't think anyone moved with them. Um, but yeah, we literally have a re- reunion in September. Um, so that's, that's going to be fun. And I hope we will get the tea from that. I shall fetch the biscuits and <laughs> from the, the reunion. You know what? It's yeah. really. I remember when the past, the previous youth leader and I spoke. Um, she's actually the guest in in part two in season two. Um, mm-hmm. she yeah, we spoke about it, and she was like, you know. I think we should have a reunion and then the same day when the episode aired and then she was listening to it and she was like collecting everybody's numbers. And you know what we said was, you know what, we're not making this about that church and those people. This is about mm-hmm. the relationships that we had. Cause we did like our, our, our young adults group was amazing, bro. Like we were very close. We had fun. We had outings. We just had the best times. We'd have sessions where, we just, I remember there was a session where we were just like speaking about personal stuff and people were crying and we were hugging on each other. Mm. So it's really about the relationships. Um, it's, it's got nothing to do with those people. How we came together, yes, was because of the church, but the reunion has got nothing to do with them. We're not going to give them mm-hmm. any, any more power than we have. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just really us catching up. It's not even going to be talk about the church it will be about like moments that we had yes maybe within the church but nothing to do with those two people um we yeah they, they are not a factor and we are not gonna give them any more attention they, than than they've already Definitely. gotten yeah 
Okay, and then I feel like this is vain me asking, do you have a favorite episode? Because <laughs> I don't think you do, do you? No. <laughs> uh, no, I, no, I don't think I do, you know. Um, I don't think I do. I think, yeah, I don't think I do. I think what one that inspires me is the one with Monique Van Hattem. Um, mm-hmm. she's the girl episode three she applied for masters like four times um yeah, yeah i think for me i even titled the episode the relentless pursuit of purpose yeah, or career something like that mm. um yeah because that's just like yo you know sometimes i sit and i ask myself obviously i would have but like how would i have gone through if i didn't make like the one percent mm-hmm. you know like getting through the first year of applying like how yeah. many years would I have kept going? And there's, there's other pe- there are other people who have like applied seven years. You know, Monique is four, but other people have applied like seven years, 13 times, you know. Um, but yeah, man, that's, yeah, that's just a spread of relentlessness. Like just keep going. Like when you, when you know that something is for you and at some point you'll get there and just keeping going, you know, keep the things that she did in the background to get better that that's just very inspiring for me and then the episode with Eliotta and Michaela not this master selection part but the self-care part was very valuable for yeah. me there's a part where Eliotta said one of her supervisors said to her um when we a part of our self-care needs to include activity because as a psychologist you sit and you talk you know, we don't do a lot of active work, I think is what she called it. And that is so very true, you know, because as a psychologist, you know, it's mind work. You're sitting, you're talking, um, you maybe stand if you're doing a presentation, but the whole, you know, we don't, our, our job doesn't include active work. That was very important for me in the sense that it then means that because our job doesn't include active work, then when you are doing your self-care, that needs to be active that that was also a big one for me and the shades of humanity yeah, uh, yeah so i don't have a favorite <laughs> yeah when the shades of humanity for me it was like, um ish, okay <laughs> is it <laughs> yeah let's, yeah let's go but remember i told you even the the podcast itself for me it was like ish okay i i know at some point i i, I want to listen to it not yeah. that i have to i want to but it's yeah. like a, it's, it's hot you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah i think that episode with the three of you here it's like oh man it's not you know it's not yeah. bad it's just yeah it's something that we need to do yeah and then uh well a lot of people had got help that you know i believe so and yeah so was your goal for the season rich like are you are you satisfied are you happy with season one what i've learned and (laughs) at the risk of sounding like a psychologist or going back to psychology i think what i've learned is you know there are some things in life or some jobs in life not jobs or some roles not just jobs you know professionally but let's say roles and jobs whereby you don't always get to completely see the results of your labor or of your contribution and fortunately and unfortunately i'm in a field whereby even as a psychologist i don't I don't get to see, for example, my clients. Yeah, in the process, mm. yes, I'll see my mm. clients' growth and whatever. But in the long term, I won't, you know. 
And I've had to learn to be okay with that, but to trust that when God says move, I need to move because someone is going to be impacted. Um, you don't always yeah. get feedback, you know, in my field. So even with this, I went into your highest version knowing that I'm not always going to get, oh my gosh, this episode helped me. You barely get that, you know, mm-hmm. not always. You barely get that. I remember in one of my classes, I think in my M1, one of our lecturers said um he used to in his in her internship he worked she worked at a children's home and there was just this this you know this um teenager who like in the sessions he was just not there he was not interested he was attitude you know teenager (laughs) attitude and all of that and for her she was like i i i did not get through this guy i did not and he, she, she bumped into him like a couple of years ago. And this guy was like, thank you and blah, blah, blah. You know, like Imagine. he was saying things that she was surprised. Like, what? You heard me when I said this? You know, <laughs> so, you know, and this is not to, to, to erase myself and to, you know, I'm not trying yeah. to say, oh, there was no impact. I know there was, but you don't always get to see the, the magnitude of it. And I've learned to be okay with that. But yeah, the, this feedback that I've received here and there, you know, Tiny's episode, a couple of friends of mine were like, oh my gosh, we need more, more conversations like this. This was so helpful. And Patricia's one also, I think, is the, the one, the church heard one, the one I got like the most feedback. But it's not like I get feedback every day, like with every episode, you know, but like I said, mm-hmm. I've learned to be content because not just with psychology, but a lot of things that I do are not the kind of things that people will come or you'll always get feedback in terms of, oh, you impacted somebody's life in a certain way. Um, but yeah, I believe overall that, yeah, man, the season did what it had to do, what it was intended to do, you know? And the nice thing about stuff like this is that they always online. Someone will discover it like five years later and it will help them. It's not just for now. I think that that's also a consolation for me. There's things that I bump into on YouTube that were recorded five years, 10 years ago. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, and it changes your life, you know. But yeah, man, I I just believe purpose. Once again, purpose. Every moment is purposed. I do know and I believe that, um, yeah, this series, the season did exactly what it was supposed to do. So will season two, three, blah, blah, blah. Just like your highest version overall will definitely do what it has to do. So I want to ask you, do you have any last words like for your guests and, you know, people you've interviewed and, you know, like the, the listeners? Yeah. Do you have, yeah. I think for the guests, I just want to say thank you. Like, these people don't have to talk to me. You know, like when you have like a podcast or they don't have to come and talk to you, but they agree. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, They could be doing any other thing, but then you invite them. You're like, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. Do you want to just come in and, you know, give some knowledge? And they do. They agree to do it. Um, and they do it with they all, you know, they prepare, you know, where they need to. So I'm very grateful for that. I don't take that lightly um, because I know that, I mean, there's a level of preparation that comes with, even if it's it's not like studying or anything all the time, depending obviously on the topic that it is. But it takes a while, you know, you need to take some time to sit down and arrange your thoughts. If I've said to you, okay, we're going to talk about this, you kind of need to sit down and kind of arrange your thoughts and maybe jot down a couple of things if you need to. Um, So, yeah, they don't have to do it, you know, but they do, you know, they agreed. And I'm very grateful for that. 
Um, and then to the listeners, you know, I once again, I just hope that there's something that was said that was helpful or that was relevant either to them personally or to somebody in their lives. Um, I've heard a couple of people who've listened saying, oh, I sent this episode to Mama because, you know, she was going through the same thing or he was this or he was that. Um, so, I, yeah, I just hope that, you know, there was something that was either entertaining for laughs, <laughs> for shits and giggles, <laughs> <laughs> or, or just helpful, you know, for an aspect of life, a concept that they grasped yeah. that, you know, was helpful in that moment or that will continue to be helpful. Um, you know, the Bible talks about the word meets us where we are, you know, so it's that, but also the fact that, you know, sometimes you listen to something. I did say this in our episode, yeah, becoming CCDN. Sometimes you listen to something and it's like, mm, nice, you know, but there's a certain season in your life where it's very relevant and you remember it. And it's like, oh my gosh, it didn't apply initially when I heard it, but in this season of life, this applies so much and I need to utilize yeah. it. Yeah. So, what kind of genres can we expect in the future? Sure. Um, yeah, I think, you know what, I think also because I was starting out, a lot of, like, the conversations were not necessarily scripted, but I kind of wanted to, what's the word, to control and to kind of script them, you know? I wasn't very, mm -hmm. and I think it's because I was new, like I'm saying, you know, I wasn't very like, did, I wasn't like deterring from, yes, I'd have additional questions and top and, and subtopics apart from what I'd initially sent to um, the guests to prepare on. But I think in the future, I'm looking to trusting myself in, in, in being a bit more open and you know, letting the conversation go wherever it goes, not in like a let's waste time kind of way, you know, but in yeah. like just being a bit more flexible in the conversation going where it needs to go. Like, for example, I had an episode that I had to add in season one, which was called, um, what's the word? Um, I think it was titled growing up black and it was just talking about experiences growing up in black families but i was very scared i didn't initially do it not because i was scared because i'm burnt out was the reason why i didn't do it once again it had to come out yeah. before this one um but yeah i think i have reservations about that like conversations that include my opinion on things you know where it's either not factual either scientifically or biblically i i think i'm very scared of touching those so i think mm -hmm. Yeah, in, in the future, I'm looking forward to being comfortable with that and to allowing myself to do that. Because also, I feel like, I mean, guys, everybody, and I'm not saying I'm perfect, or I'm educated in or, you know, or, you know, deserving to be a voice. But like, there's so many voices out there. And I just wouldn't want to be the voice that misleads someone. Like there are a lot of podcasts, mm. there are a lot of bloggers, YouTubers who just say stuff you know <laughs> they just say anything yeah. just go onto the camera and just start speaking you know and mm -hmm. yeah i always wonder <laughs> exactly you know so i think because of the fear of that i always want to have substance in what i'm saying so which is a good thing but to a degree i think it limits me more than it should you know because mm -hmm. yeah like people will suggest like friends of mine will be like you should do an episode on this and i'm like 
I'm not qualified for that. And not that I'm qualified for the other episodes that I've done, but it's not always about are you qualified or not, you know. But yeah, I'm just very fearful of misleading people, you know. I don't know why. I feel like there's just, yeah, man, there are just a lot of voices out there that, and I'm not saying they shouldn't be there, but people are just saying whatever they want on podcasts and on YouTube, you know. And I'm like, dude, don't say that to people, you know. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, Ooh, it's been an interesting season, I must say. Yeah, because the the planning of it was like okay, and then it was like boom, I have it figured. I'm like, wait, what? You're yeah. like, no, I have planned it out. I'm like, oh, this girl, but okay, it's fine. I will be there. I will cheer you on. Because <laughs> <laughs> so that's who I am. That's why. So I I am done from my side. Um, what is there anything you want to say any information what the um, social media stuff like that like before season two what can we watch out for if there's uh, anything before season two there's nothing to watch out for because the girl is tired and the girl, the, needs girl to must the girl needs to refresh mm. um however we are working on a logo patricia and i she is my consulting graphic designer um, for all my projects. So we are working on a logo. I think that's going to be out before season two airs. So yeah, that I think that's the one exciting thing. Um, yeah, I think that's all I can say. And, you know, yeah, once again, like, thank you to everyone who shared, listened to an episode, just whatever, whatever role you played, you know. Um, and yeah, you know, there's, there's, there are good times coming ahead. Um, but yeah, I think that that's the only thing. Uh, the, the logo is coming up. Yeah, it definitely will be out before season two airs or it will premiere with season two, you know, if there's such a thing. Um, but yeah, I'm quite excited about that. You know, busy with logo designs and choosing and creating with Patricia, which is always a great process because I feel like our combination or our partnership together in creating all the logos, she's basically designed all of my logos, um, is always such a beautiful and such a fun creative process so that that is fun um but yeah that that's about it that's about it